not sure how long I go before I start talking with the uh, <laughs> uh, the noises that lead you out. That is my new favorite band. I don't know if it's your new favorite band. It should be now. That's Run Into The Sun uh, and their latest song, or one of their latest, I should say, Try. This is Growing Up Punk, and I'm actually joined uh, this time by Dan from Run Into The Sun. And I, I promise, I didn't just say they're my new favorite band because you're on the show. Um, legit the moment i heard you your band and i don't even know what it was where where i was introduced how i came across it that's a lie i do i remember now um it was i like how quickly i got into this it was hate five six sunny had uploaded uh one of your sets uh, i don't know what the show was even when it was from but anyway i i just clicked on it i was like this band sounds cool and um just immediately got kind of hooked so pumped you're here man that's awesome. Thank you for saying that. Uh, <laughs> it's a project we um, we all put a lot of heart into, so it means a lot to hear that. And uh, yeah, Sonny's the king. He's he's the best. I don't yeah. know. I feel like it's like past the point of having to state how special and important a human that is. But that's uh, fair. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving a listen and and talking to us. Yeah, I've been looking forward. We've been kind of chatting back and forth on Instagram for a little bit now, and. Uh, was sort of looking forward to this this single or i guess two songs coming out uh so we could get you on the show to kind of hop into talking about the band and talking about some other music um so i guess real quick i'll kind of lay out how this episode is going to go dan you picked i just i texted texted you one day and said hey pick seven or eight songs uh and then i'll pick seven or eight songs to pair up with them and uh I guess you decide. I didn't give you a theme 
didn't really give you any parameters and you decided to run with a theme. So why don't you kind of let us know a little bit what that theme is and I guess maybe why you picked it. And then uh, we'll also chat about the band, your band, as we go through the through the episode as well. Cool. Thank you. Um, so Salt Lake Hardcore is, is just over the top right now. Like there's literally like 50 plus bands doing it. We've been on a couple podcasts um, that are rad, like Enterprise Hardcore and Coffee and Hardcore. And and we've talked a lot about <clears throat> Salt Lake Hardcore and uh, all the rad bands. Um, and then last week I was on a podcast. Uh, it, it's not out yet. It's called Know Your Scene. Um, yeah, yeah. Talk about Salt Lake Hardcore bands because um, me and some friends do a zine called Ill Will. Um, so <clears throat> I feel like I spent a lot of time talking about how sick Salt Lake Hardcore is lately. Yeah, yeah. And then talking to you and having listened to your podcast for a minute and some of the guests you've had on, um, I felt like we should switch it up and talk about all of the rad punk and pop punk and emo and indie music coming out of Salt Lake. So I put together a selection um, of my favorite bands from Salt Lake that don't play hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I was pumped when you kind of came up with the idea. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Also, real quick, shout out to Brad from Know Your Scene slash Northern Scene. Uh, him and I have gone back and forth quite a bit over the last year or so. He's doing some rad stuff for uh, hardcore and punk in, I mean, specifically Canada. Obviously, he's located up here. Uh, but the, with the Know Your Scene podcast, I love what he's sort of doing there. We're yeah, highlighting uh, different scenes around. I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to assume his plan is the world. I don't know if he's, you know, kind of, you know, bridged over, you know, across the Atlantic or anything at this point yet. But anyway, uh, so shout out to Brad. Um, I did want to ask real quick, you said, uh, so yeah, we're going to get into those songs that you picked as well as the songs that I paired up with them. And I'll kind of, you know, share a little bit as to why I picked the songs I picked when we get into them. But uh, I did want to ask real quick, as far as the band is concerned, Run Into The Sun, um, so I guess how how long have you guys been together? And, and you sort of mentioned there, you know, it's a a project that you guys are kind of putting a lot into. I I suppose I want to ask, you know, is there kind of um, a message or a goal with the band that you're trying to kind of get across? Yeah, that's a good big question. Um, try ho- try hope this single that we we just released on Friday. <clears throat> um, it's kind of it's a kind of an encapsulation of it. Uh, we all met over the last 20 years playing in Salt Lake hardcore bands, like the guys in this band, Matt, Chase, Drew. <clears throat> I played some of my first shows with. We toured together. Like I remember we had to get Matt's approval from his mom when he was 16 to come <laughs> out on tour with my, my band. Um, and so we just have a lot of history in this city and in this music scene. And Run to the Sun <clears throat> started up around like 2016. Um, we did a little bit, we all had other bands and then during the, the pandemic, we were like, let's do this again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the impetus was just that, you know, this music has helped us like through so many dark and hard times and whether that's understanding like personal emotional shit or political issues, whatever it is like, you know, making the music and the bands that came before us really helped us through a lot. And so I think, I think with Under the Sun, <clears throat> I hope these two songs are like a good example of what we're all about, which is like, yeah, the world's fucked and society's fucked and people can be really bad to each other. But if you get hung up on that, you're obviously not going to see the good stuff and you're not going to make it any less fucked up. So, you know, if we've got one life and you got something you love, whether it's music or whatever, um, 
to try to do something positive with it. I like it. That's, I mean, that's one thing for sure. And listening to, uh, listening to the band and the, and the singles and songs you've released so far is that there is kind of that positive, hopeful message, I guess, that kind of comes with it. So, uh, what are some of, I guess, real quick, and then we'll get into some of the bands you picked. But, uh, if you wanted to name drop some of the biggest, I guess, uh, you know, influences on the band as far as, you know, like carrying a message like that and, and maybe even into your sound as well. Sure. Um, I mean, we come from Salt Lake. We all grew up here and Salt Lake has been notoriously very heavy and metallic. Mm-hmm. Um, like Matt, Matt on that tour when he was 16 is rocking like homemade botch shirts when we were yeah. a kid. Yeah. Um, so I don't think any of us are really cut from like a posy core, positive, hardcore cloth. We all came up playing in really heavy bands. Yeah. Um, so the if there was like it's hard to say like collectively what influences would be but i think like a, <clears throat> things that that we all agree on like inside out and rage mm. against the machine yeah uh, snapcase you know that era of victory records was really important to all of us um yeah that like i i guess a good way to think to sum it up would be like like the bands that uh, did very, very violent music with a constructive purpose right. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I know, I, I, and I think that's oftentimes, like yeah, what I find myself, I think, looking for uh, specifically in hardcore is because, and and I don't want to speak, you know, ill of any any other bands, but in the sense that um, I can only take so much when it comes for whatever reason to hardcore where it's just like pissed all the time. Right. And, and I mean like pissed with the, without kind of being like, yeah, but we can do better or whatever. It's just angry all the time. And eventually I kind of go, okay, but I want to feel a little hopeful, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I, I want some of that, that in there as well. So, um, no, yeah. I've really been realistic. Re- yeah. Right. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, you, you mentioned it a few minutes ago, like the world's a messed up place and that's going to continue to be, but at the same time, there's something that you can do to, to make it a, at least a little bit better. Right. Yeah. So and I think it's, sorry, cut you off. no, go ahead. I don't think it's like any secret that anyone is attracted to this music. is isn't fucked up in one way. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, like as I've gotten older, so many of my friends, like, we've had these conversations where we've realized like the mental illness issues and the, the <clears throat> things in our childhoods that were fucked up, whatever it was that drew us to it. And like, there's nothing corny about, you know, your health, right? <laughs> making, right. Making yeah. yourself better, and I think that's what's that's what kind of comes out in the music is like not not like saying like, yo, be positive, that'll make everything better in your life, but like, mm-hmm. you know, work on yourself, work on your community, work on the world around you. Um, don't give in to the nihilism of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's easy, and that's that's yeah. to go back to try hope. Like a lot of it came out of, you know, our experiences being young and being drawn to the negative and, and like the dark side of things and realizing, you know, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get into some of the music that, uh, that you picked. So do you have the playlist in front of you or do you want me to remind you of who's coming up when I am prepared? You are prepared. Okay. So why don't you, uh, tee up the first song here and then we'll get into it and then I'll, uh, I'll retort as it were. I'll, I'll, I'll hit back with something that I paired up with it. Oh yeah. Um this is Johnny Baseball. These nothing will make you feel better than this band. That's all I can say. <laughs> 
I like it. So, uh, and the, specifically the song that you picked actually real quick. Yeah. The song that you picked and, uh, and, and maybe a little reason why specifically that song. Um, well, they keep, they call themselves like a Salt Lake punk band. It's like melodic punk band, but they're like absolutely the catchiest hardcore band. Yeah. If you listen to things like H2O, um, you know, that vein of like catchy mm-hmm. or, um, it's it's hardcore music and this is just like such an obvious song where you're like you go to a punk show and all of a sudden there's a 20 foot pylon and stage <laughs> and all that good stuff still holla is just a song that makes me want to jump off a stage yeah so there you go johnny baseball and still holla here we go
Yes, sir. That was Phoenix TX, All My Fault. And I should tell you, I guess, maybe why I picked that that song. That's the idea here. <laughs> um, that one specifically, because when, so listening to Johnny Baseball, it's interesting that you pointed out like the, you know, kind of more melodic, catchy, hardcore of a band like H2O. Um, because the, I guess the vibes that I got, based specifically more off that song, they are a band that, uh, Johnny Baseball, that I for sure, when that song first played, I went and added you know, the, the EP that, that it came off of to my, to my library or whatever. Cause yeah, they're super fun, but, um, kind of the vibes that I got in listening to that song was like early drive through records sort of thing, which of course, you know, like a band like newfound glory, uh, they kind of had that, you know, really bringing pop elements, mixing with hardcore elements, you know, that sort of stuff going on. Um, yeah. And Johnny Baseball, initially, I wanted to pair them with No Pressure, but I was like, no, that's like, it's too new. I got my goal was to kind of go back, right? So then when I started thinking about, okay, well, what is it about No Pressure that I really kind of appreciate and like? And it's it's that comparison to like the early uh, Newfound Glory, or not Newfound Glory, uh, Drive Through Record sound, right? So um, Phoenix TX was the way I went. Yeah, I love seeing this on there because that was a band that I remember coming across in like mm-hmm. high school probably on MySpace, and it was like such a heavy influx of pop punk fans at that time yeah um, i never got that deep into them but then when i saw it on here i listened to it i was like shit i need to go back and listen to this this is really <laughs> good songwriting yeah um but that yeah that sound like the other bands at that time like, like movie life yeah. obviously we found glory obviously that first wave of hardcore kids playing pop punk yeah um, you know the early drive-through stuff never gets old midtown yeah yeah and i had to like so when picking the song i was like i knew i wanted i was focusing in on early drive through and i was i was going through like that was the first song i actually went to all my fault phoenix tx but i did also go back and i was like kind of like surfing through some of those bands like movie life and stuff like that where i was like is it is it phoenix tx i'm i'm you know kind of picturing here and then you know in the end that's what i what i kind of stuck with but um i was i was hesitant in the sense that like a the only phoenix tx album that i ever really got into was the one that came after that i think it was called lechuza uh i also think it was maybe on a major label not that that mattered but uh so the record that that came off of, i think was just self-titled but that was the only song i really knew off it because i kind of got into them you know after they kind of not i don't know if blown up is the right word with that song but you know kind of peaked a bit for them with that song but um yeah no it's 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 a band that i rarely go back to but anytime i do it's kind of that same sort of vibe right where i'm like these songs are really catchy yeah so yeah uh, you know another band that's like that rufio do you ever listen to rufio yeah. and and again they were i went through them too and i was like ah rufio maybe is a little too fast and technical for what i'm looking for to pair here so it's funny yeah. like this was an experiment because a lot of times and when I say this, I mean this whole episode where like pairing with songs that someone else picked, because a lot of times when I'm, you know, kind of pairing songs together, I'm thinking about these songs in my head already, right? Like, oh, I've got this song. I want to play this song and this. That would go really well with this song. But so when it was like you sending me a list of songs that I'd never heard any of them before, I was like, <laughs> oh, this is yeah. kind of fun because I get to go in and and uh, try to figure out what I'm feeling. And yeah, Rufio was another one of those bands where I was like, I went back to that, you know, that first record of theirs or whatever. And uh, I was like, ah, maybe it's a little too skate punk and like technical for what I'm looking to find here. So yeah, it's, it's funny that you bring them up though, because they were definitely on the list. Yeah, that one... Um 
their singer Scott, he mixed and mastered an album for a rock band that I'm in um, called. Oh, Mark sick! And I found his solo records, which yeah. I was thinking like Scott Seller's solo records, so it's going to be like every ex punk band, so yeah, kind yeah. of alt country folk thing. Yeah. He's still just doing. Oh yeah, he's just ripping Rufio songs. As yeah, a solo like, project. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And a lot of them, like that dude, puts out <laughs> yeah. so much music. It's un like unbelievable, really. So. Um, that's pretty rad though that he uh he's kind of worked with you in the past with one of your bands but um let's get into the next i guess the next song that you picked okay let me refresh on what that was <laughs> it was uh do you want me to uh, tell you Sun sleeper yeah <laughs> this one's a little bit inside uh matt who plays guitar in run to the sun also plays guitar in sun sleeper but they're just like the coolest indie pop emo Mm -hmm. and they had this new record <clears throat> while you can come out just recently um and yeah this is the like something to drive around to after you have yeah. a heavy conversation with your significant other and you know you just yeah. want to feel all the feelings that's yeah full disclosure this record i had I, when i said earlier songs i'd never heard i lied because this one when it came out i must have uh come across it on you know one of the different you know, whether websites or you know social accounts that i follow that had shares new releases because when i when i added i was like oh it's already in my library so that's pretty cool but i haven't spent a lot of time with it but you know sitting down with this uh you you picking the song i was like all right i guess now you know i'm 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 into this let's it's and you're right the way you describe it i like the the description of of you know kind of something to drive around to um that's one of my favorite descriptors for music is like you just want to get in the car and you just want to go for a long drive. You know, I want to be on a road trip listening to it. So, um, yeah, this one, uh, and, and the song I picked, well, you'll hear it in a moment, obviously, but, um, maybe I'll say I, I, I picked it for a different reason, but I think driving around also works for that other song too. But so, um, the song that you picked is called in the clouds. So here we go.
had to let it play out you know <laughs> i also just yeah. dumped water all over myself so that was nice <laughs> <laughs> man that was a beautiful couple minutes oh um, right so it's that was uh, that was um moving mountains and the song is the cascade which uh okay so i'll explain i suppose why i picked uh that song to go with the song that you picked and that would be because when i first listened to uh was it sun sleepers that what they're called mm-hmm 
Uh, when I first listened to that song, um, you mentioned driving, which for me, I was like, there was something that was kind of, I guess, like soaring to it, where yeah. that kind of that first guitar that comes in, it really just like takes off from the get go. And the Cascade by Moving Mountains is just like one of those songs that kind of makes me feel the same way, especially like, I don't know, have you, are you familiar with Moving Mountains? Yeah, they're one of those bands that I've had like a few songs yeah. there on playlists, yeah. but yeah. this definitely made me realize I need to sing deeper. <laughs> uh, so they easily released one of my all-time favorite records. Their self-titled album is, if anyone ever asks, you know, like, oh, what's your top 10, top five or whatever, the Moving Mountain self-titled record is always in there, no matter what. And oftentimes like right near the top, depending on how I'm feeling. But anyway, the song, the cascade, the video for it is just like all this, like aerial, like uh, drone footage of like mountains and stuff like that. And so it just like fits the song so perfectly. Um, but yeah, no, that I always look for a reason to include moving mountains on playlists. Yeah. And I try to like, I have to like, I guess, uh, refrain or like restrain myself at times because like otherwise i'll just put them on every episode <laughs> yeah i think that um there's also you 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 picked up on a thread because i know matt and jeff and all the guys in that band have a lot of love for that like really beautiful post-rock sound from yeah like older stuff like Appleseed cast yeah like, yeah it's a beautiful place you know i know that yeah. they are bumping that stuff and it informs their style for sure and and i mean you just touched on a couple bands there that are up there on my list. The Appleseed cast is another one where again, like with, you know, favorite albums of all time, their record two conversations makes any list I put out. But, um, and so when I, when I first listened to moving mountains, I'd been an Appleseed cast fan for quite some time. And someone said, well, if you like them, you should check out this band. Now moving mountains, like their first, uh, their first full length called Numa. There's a lot more like screaming on it. Uh, mm -hmm. which I was like, ah, that's not what I'm looking for. I like the like soaring guitars and like, but with melodic, uh, singing to go with it, which is why yeah. I think a lot of the time with post-rock bands, like there's the instrumental ones. I'm like, I kind of like, oh yeah, that's exactly what I want to hear. But like, when do they start singing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want, I want some singing in there. So, uh, moving mountains, definitely, uh, scratch that itch as it were. So definitely if you haven't taken the time to kind of like dive into them, the album waves, which that song comes off of, uh, is a little like harder. I'd say like, it felt a little bit more like they were, you know, like mixing that post-rock sound with maybe, you know, kind of some thrice influences. Um, but so that record waves and then their self-titled record that came after it, uh, is great. And then they've done, they did a split with prawn, which is fantastic. Like there's just a bunch of great stuff out there from that band. So, um, but yeah, let's let's talk about some more Salt Lake City bands. One more note. Speaking of great videos, yeah. that that song by Sun Sleeper, yeah, was an awesome one you can find on YouTube. Um, produced by a super talented friend of ours named Everett Fitch. Nice. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because I have a cameo playing basketball in the, park <laughs> in the background at one point. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's an it's an amazing video and an amazing band. Oh, I'm gonna have to look it up now. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I love a good music video, which is funny because like. We li I mean, I guess we live in a time where YouTube plays such a big role, but like, it feels yeah. a little bit weird. I'm sure there was like a moment where music videos kind of died, you know, yeah. in that, that time between like stations like MTV, MTV two and stuff like that, you know, sort of getting away from music and then YouTube becoming, you know, a heavy presence, but I love a good music video. So I'm going to, yeah. going to look that up when we're done it, here, but 
it's actually a big part of like how they roll because they're like, yeah, it's not cost efficient. It's not the most effective thing, but we're going to make music videos. So there's lots of cool sun sleeper music videos. Fantastic. Well, I know what I'm doing after we're done this. So, uh, going to spend some time on, on YouTube. So what about the next song that you picked? What was up next? Up next division of doubt. Uh, so this is just like killer, dark post punk. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I booked Isaiah's the first band when he was like 15 i was like 18 at a pizza shop this hardcore bands um i think it was called x omega red x okay a lot of evolution since those days um who plays in the band incredibly talented has been has other bands like no son on like the shoegaze tip that are great and i love this band and this song because it pulls it all together it's like the more out there abstract influences but like the still like punk spirit so Mm -hmm. it's a little of a little of both worlds pissed and creepy <laughs> oh man and what's the song that you picked the song is called suffer sinner all right so here we go
I like how those songs are even like structured similarly in the sense that they both have like this like instrumental quiet kind of uh, outro. <laughs> um, so that was Me Without You, January 1979. Uh, are you a Me Without You fan? I Another band that I've had like tracks here and there, but yeah. I've never done fully. So. Yeah. So when... Um, when that the first song suffer sinner was playing uh, the first time that i listened to it i was like my immediate reaction was actually at the drive-in because i think there's some similarities vocally at least in that similar you know kind of range there but then as i was listening to the song i was like oh there's something going on with these guitars though that really reminds me of of me without you and i think the same they both those songs kind of share a similar i guess like drive to them percussion like uh like with the drums uh that i don't know as soon as i as soon as that song came on as i was kind of fishing around for songs in january 1979 came on i was like yeah this is this is the one but uh uh that that song though suffer sinner i have to say this two things one i love how much melody there is in the bass Mm-hmm. um whatever's being played it's just like and for a good chunk of the song music as far as the music is concerned concerned the majority of the melody is coming from the bass uh so that's pretty rad and then second it was definitely um a song out of this whole list i think that kind of maybe took the most amount of time to grow on me initially i was kind of like ah this is cool i don't know if i like it but then the more times i listened to it i was just like yeah no this is definitely cool <laughs> like i i'm i'm on board with this so uh yeah it was a great pick yeah, I think I love their energy because there's so many bands that do that, like post-punk, Bauhaus, Christian Death kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and lose the the edge, like right. the surreal nature of it. And I think that they, like what the way they've done that, that sound is like still balances it. It's like, yeah. like I said, creepy and pissed. <laughs> yeah, which is which is just a great description for for anything. If anything can be qualified as creepy and pissed, I think it's uh it's pretty awesome. So, um the next song that we're actually going to play is your other new song, Hope. And I guess we can talk about it a little bit before playing the song. Um Yeah. First and foremost, I noticed one thing with with the new two songs that came out, you have features on both of them and with uh some of your other stuff that's been out for a little bit, you've also had artists featured uh so i guess like is that something that you just try to do or like um in general or like what is what is kind of the reasoning behind so many different uh features i mean i think it's just community it's it's like with hardcore you know if you're making music but it's not part of a community and there isn't isn't that like that sort of mutual support and um you know hustle Mm-hmm. it's missing something you know uh and so i think part of it is just like if we're making music playing with all these great bands that are our friends we want to collaborate and see what happens when we put it all together i think another part is that we all like i, I was joking at one point that you can't take a photo in salt lake of a of a show without seeing at least five other front people of other right. bands yeah. singing along to the songs um so there's just that community nature to it where why not with try and hope there was a little more intention to it because on try it features billy french who uh um sang in the band and cherum uh which is one of the first hardcore bands i played in and has been just a really positive you know awesome influence for many years in hardcore and in salt lake hardcore 
Um, so that song was me looking back at like my early years and my original mm. decisions to um, not be such a negative person. And a lot of it came from playing in that band, touring with those guys and seeing the the way they were very constructive with how they looked at the world, no matter how fucked up it was. Right. Um, so Billy being on try was really like an acknowledgement of that history. And then on this song, Hope, we have Chuck, um, who sings for uh, an awesome band here called Snake Eyes. And he's sort of on the flip side of generations for me. He's a little bit younger. Billy was a little bit older. And he and I have had a lot of conversations about, you know, hardcore, what keeps you involved in it? You know, why as like someone in your 30s, would you still want to you know, scream at your friends? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and a lot of it is... Uh, just to pass something positive on. And so mm. this song, Hope, as I became a father and um, saw, kind of started realizing the the responsibility that you have making music on other people who take it in, um, this song just like, kind of dials into that conversation Chuck and I had had and how, you know, if you can do anything to pass, pass along, uh, you know, inspiration or positive influence, you should. So, yeah, with Billy and Chuck, it was a little more intentional. But I think at the end of the day, it's just like, it's all about community. Yeah, man. Well, here we go. This is uh, Run Into the Sun and uh, your other new song, uh, Hope.
that was from whoa sorry uh from autumn to ashes and the after dinner payback and uh full disclosure i picked that song because you say uh was it chuck from snake eyes <laughs> yeah uh, his vocals at the end there of of uh hope reminded me of from autumn to ashes the screaming right at the beginning of that song for whatever reason so i was like oh originally i was just gonna play your song and then just kind of have it be a standalone thing and then as i was as i was listening to it more and more i was like wait a second this is giving me uh some some from autumn to ashes vibes which is definitely a band that takes me to a very specific time and place (laughs) (laughs) like it was like there was like one you know, very, maybe a year of my life where I listened to that band a fair amount and then like nothing before or <laughs> after it basically. So, uh, yeah. yeah, but it's a jam. Yeah. The, um, I never really listened to them and that song goes really hard and I probably feel bad now. Not <laughs> yeah. I, but my first interaction was, um, like one of the first Salt Lake hardcore shows I went to like around Y2K uh Cherim, that band i mentioned was yeah. playing i was just a big fan at the time they were uh headlining and then it was bleeding through from autumn to ashes this band opened up that was like a great death metal hardcore mm-hmm. band um at the time and i remember from autumn to ashes the si- the drummer had like a headphone mic like a Britney yeah kind of mic. Yeah. yeah um and i walked away from that show like like just super jazz on the locals and i don't think i ever came back to from autumn to ashes yeah 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 um but yeah i could see that i kind of it kind of feels like what happens when you merge right yeah. snake eyes that that song in particular i think because it like it does everything that like the early 2000s like post-hardcore screamo melodic hardcore whatever like that world kind of does like where I don't know all the starts and stops uh the obviously the the clean singing and and i love how it takes so long kind of in the song for that melody to come in and when it comes yeah. in it's like oh shit like if that's the first time you've heard that band you're like there's more going on here and yeah and little did you know he's wearing like a britney spears garth brooks like <laughs> uh headset mic sort of thing which i always thought was hilarious like yeah. so so weird and i think eventually I could be wrong on this, but I think eventually he was the only vocalist in the band, okay. um, which is also a little bit weird to me. Like if you don't have someone, you know, front of the stage, kind of like that, I guess that puts a lot on your guitar player and bass player or whatever, like to kind of yeah. be that main energy up front. But um, yeah, very much so takes me back to living with my roommates in like 2003, 2004, <laughs> listening in, in the basement uh, to that on full blast. But um, yeah, let's... Uh, Let's jump into into your next pick here. We're back to your songs, which I believe yes. Choice Coin. Does that Choice sound right? Coin. Yeah. Who yeah, just announced like a week ago they're breaking up oh. after five <laughs> years of making super cool, uh, super brilliantly written um, Midwestern influenced mm-hmm. hammer on pull off jangly awesome emo music. Yeah. Um, and I'm still reeling from that because they've been my favorite band around here for a real long time. And they've got, at least this song anyways, interesting song titles. Yes. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, lyric, the lyricism is as interesting as the songwriting. Which yeah. So love slash will love about their bands, which I'm sure they'll go on to do. So what Jared and Faye and everyone did. I'm so sure that, more. Yeah. Yeah. So you said just the other day they announced they're breaking yeah. up. Oh man, that's yeah. a bummer. It was like when it was like two days after you 
asked me to make this list. And <laughs> I'm putting it on there. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this song is called "This Bedroom Ain't Big Enough." Oh, it stops on my phone. I think it's "This Bedroom Ain't Big Enough for the Two of Us." Is that what it is? Yes. Yes. So here we go. Uh, choice coin.
I don't know, maybe it's weird to like put a closing song in the middle of a playlist, but I had I had to do it. Uh, small brown bike, make this a holiday. And the reason I guess I went with that song is because there's a point in uh, the choice choice coin song where a like he kind of starts screaming yelling and it it reminded me of small brown bike but there's also i feel like if i remember correctly kind of some like um not necessarily a tempo change but definitely like a feel change in the song that reminded me a little bit of this and uh, yeah i don't know man small brown bike has been that's that song from the first time so that's off their album our own wars and the first time i heard it i was like listening to that whole album obviously and this song comes on uh last and i'm just like holy shit like when it gets to the part um the brother gone north please come home to stay brother gone north make this a holiday or whatever and it just like changes directions i was like yeah um it it hooked me and it's funny because that's a band that uh a friend of mine we didn't really necessarily see eye to eye so much on on music on a lot of stuff but for whatever reason, like he was into like, you know, like Rush and a lot more like um, maybe some proggy bands, some some more straight up rock bands. But then like Small Brown Bike, uh, we were able to kind of like agree on. So <laughs> that was always a big win. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, I I fell in love with them. Hot Water Music, Cast yeah. Battery, that whole yeah. bands that were doing just like really just like uh the same thing you hear in Choice Coin, which is really vulnerable mm-hmm. rock music. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, man. And uh, I mean, Casket Lottery is a great, a great pull too. Um, they, uh, I could have, I could have gone that direction, but yeah, it was, it was the sound in his kind of like screaming, yelling voice that made me go, "Oh, this reminds me of Small Brown Bike," and specifically like our own wars, Small Brown Bike, because there's a certain rawness on the Choice Coin song that. Um, that our own wars also kind of always held for me, like in the production and stuff like that. Uh, whereas obviously like small brown bike, um, dead reckoning holds it a little bit, but I think like the production, there's a step up for dead reckoning for small brown bike. And then they kind of make a bit of a, a, a sound shift after that. But yeah, man, that was, uh, that was a jam. So what's, uh, what's the next song on your list? The next song was slash is, World's worst. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, just great indie rock and roll music. Uh, we, I think I saw these guys live before I heard their recordings. Um, we played a show with them with one of my bands, and I just felt like the early '90s done right, like the pavement Sabadeau sort of like simplicity, mm-hmm. like not quite as polished as Weezer, yeah, but yeah. like in the park of like power, pop rock versus like power pop or pop pop punk yeah um yeah and they're just a blast live they sound great they've been touring like crazy so if you live anywhere look out for world's worst (laughs) well i i i I haven't seen any show announcements for up here but uh anyway uh the song you picked is balloons is there a specific reason you picked this song it just gets stuck in my head for days and days and days so i just want to try to inflict that on as many people i was gonna say fair enough let's get it stuck in other people's heads so this (laughs) is uh (laughs) this is the song balloons
Yes, that's East Texas Ave by uh, The Promise Ring. So I like that you uh, mentioned um, earlier about uh, World's Worst and kind of that like power pop, power pop rock sort of thing, like the Weezer vibe without being as like shiny and polished as Weezer. Because for me, that was always The Promise Ring, especially kind of yeah. like early on. Um and so, yeah, for sure. When I when I heard that, and, mm-hmm. and specifically, I picked like that song because that comes off the horse latitudes, which I think um, was really the promise ring at their best before kind of like getting polished a little bit because like nothing feels yeah, good totally. is like so good, but at the same point, it's like it. They're definitely. I don't even know how to how to word it. It was just the rawness of that song that I think I was looking to match up with with world's worst and. uh yeah, I for sure. Both those. I mean, both that, those. I think so many people caught Promise Ring when it was was polished, which is great yeah. in its own right. But I remember being so stoked to go back and hear those early ones because Sunday yeah. really was one of one of the most important bands to me. Mineral, that like early emo wave, and then hearing that Promise Ring, I didn't realize they had had records like that because I think Very Emergency was my first one. Okay, yeah, um, which is a little little shinier. Yeah, um, but yeah, those those albums are so great. So I feel I, like there's a lot of those earlier records from certain bands that yeah. I I need to go back and find. I had an interesting experience with discovering the Promise Ring because my first record of theirs was actually Wooden Water. Uh, okay. That I because I like people were sharing their name all over the place. Like, oh, you should check out the Promise Ring. And so by the time you know, at that time, it's not like you could just go on Spotify or whatever and like look something up, right? So, at that time, by the time I actually got around to buying a CD of theirs, it was Wood and Water, and I worked backwards. Like, so I bought that record, and then uh, you know, I had it for a little bit, and then you know, a year or two later, I actually started collecting vinyl, uh, and I went to you know, a used record store, and they had Very Emergency in the used bin, so I bought it. And I was like, wait, this sounds very different from, you know, wood and water. It's like, that's weird. And then, yeah, as you kind of like work your way backwards, because then nothing feels good would have been the next record I listened to, which would have similarities with uh, Very Emergency, but definitely, um, definitely a little bit, you know, raw as it were. Actually, on my wall above me here is, uh, or how do I do this? I don't know how to point to it. That. <laughs> is the insert from very emergency it's like when they're all dressed up as as different people yeah. but um yeah so it is funny how i kind of like worked backwards and wooden water is still one of my like i love that record uh, and i know it didn't do so hot for them when it came out but uh it's still a great record <laughs> bit of yeah. a change but real good so um yeah What's, uh, let's get in. So actually this will be your last song. I think that you picked, which is funny because this, the band that we just played from, from your picks, uh, kind of, it almost feels like these two bands are at, at war a little bit over their name. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, this has been fun. This is like reminding me that it's been such a long time since I've like found a a record and said to a friend like yo you got to hear this and we like went and sat in the car and just listened to it or like listened to it in their bedroom that's a ritual that like is no longer a part of my life and i miss it because that's what this feels like Like, yo let's listen to this um yeah man i think uh, which is uh yeah i know i kind of had a, a very similar sort of uh reaction i think now obviously the way we've done it you know we've 
yeah, we're doing this, you know, kind of live as we do it right now. But at the same point, like we shared the songs with each other beforehand, but there is very much, I think a little bit to that, like, and then this is the first we've gotten to talk about the songs in particular, but, uh, I think that's a a great description and I, and I love, I love that you're having fun with it. So, um, super fun. Thank you again. I should say real quick, I was going to say this later, but I'll, I'll use this right now. So for anyone listening, uh, if you've heard something on here, especially, you know, maybe uh, one of the Salt Lake bands that maybe you're a little uh, more unfamiliar with, um, the the playlists for Spotify and Apple Music are linked in the show notes. So you can just kind of go uh, sort your way through there and find out the, the songs that you loved and go dig into those bands and those albums and stuff because uh, there's been a, a ton of great stuff and we're not quite done yet. So, but yeah, you can listen to those playlists uh, linked in the show notes but let's get into uh, your last band so you're the worst it's definitely the best uh straight edge mall screamo band because um, <laughs> i think it's probably the only one um, <laughs> but these guys are awesome bob sean alec um bob and sean playing snake eyes they're playing a ton of great hardcore bands here in indie bands um alec sings in this band snuff tape that is like heavy death metal hardcore with like a taste of new metal Um, just a pinch uh proper (laughs) pinch but they're like yeah they play in literally like the most vicious hardcore bands in salt lake and then all of a sudden they just arrive with this like mid-2000s screamo record and and that's you are the worst so So, the song what, what was the song that you picked let them down one of the things I like a lot about Bob's lyricism is that he uh, he's really good at finding those like very commonplace everyday sayings um, and making them special in the context of lyricism. Um, so yeah, all You'll right. Get a that here. Here we go. And You're from record, uh, all the little things I took for granted, which is another great, very common term that the more you think about it, yeah, the deeper it gets. Well, here we go. So You're the worst, and let them down.
Someone get that band a producer. Your songs are too long, man. <laughs> I uh, you think that that's, I'd say they're like arguably the most underrated band. Oh, my word. Like, they, they're so much better than they were well known. Oh, um, so that was Monine, The Passing of America. And yes, they are. So I guess they are very underrated. And I, I wanted to get into, I guess, why I picked that song. Because when I first heard the You're the Worst song, uh, my immediate thought, and I think you kind of touched on it a little bit when you were describing it. It was kind of that, like, you know, dog pile sing along 
uh, emo, right? Like where everyone's, you know, I get, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I haven't seen you're the worst or any videos of them, but I, I get the idea of like people just like crowding around a mic to sing along. Um, yeah. especially at the end of that they song, played, like three shows, I think. <laughs> <laughs> maybe two and that's exactly how it looks yeah yeah and so there as a as a canadian kid growing up um in the emo world there was no better or bigger in canada or, or canadian band i should say um dog pile sing-along emo band than monine uh they were just yeah. the kings of it and i just saw them uh back in september for the first time in a very long time and it was in this like small uh, you know, like bar club show where there was a couple hundred people. It was actually supposed to be a secret show. There was like a festival that was going on that weekend and they were scheduled to play the festival. I didn't have tickets to the festival, uh, but they announced this like secret show of bands from the fest for like, you know, $20 tickets. And so I was like, man, I don't care who plays as long as Monine plays. And so when they, when they came on, yeah, I, uh-huh. I definitely lost my mind a little bit. It had been a while. Um, and they, have you ever seen them live? No, I never oh, saw them, man. They, uh, just a, like, I, I don't know of a more, I mean, there, I'm sure there are more energetic bands out there, but out of, you know, like my favorites in time, I don't know if I've ever experienced a more energetic live band than Monine right. and they'll do crazy things. Like that's typically the song that they'll close the show with. And if that mm-hmm. song's not, I don't know if they alter it. I haven't paid close enough attention, but cause that's already like a seven minute song um, with that yeah. tag at the end there. But I've seen them. There was one time I saw them and in the middle of it, they started playing uh, like, cause there's that kind of part where it sort of like dies down a little bit and they started playing. I believe in a thing called love by the darkness. <laughs> and then, so like they <laughs> uh-huh. go into this whole other song yeah. and at the end of it, they come back to the passing of America for this huge dog pile. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was wild. They're, uh, they're easily one of my all time favorite live bands and I'm glad that they're playing shows again. And I guess like the Kenny, the lead singer, I think they they're from Ontario, but I think he actually in the past couple of years moved to Calgary. So only a couple hours South of where I'm at right now. Um, so that's kind of cool, but yeah, man, uh, both those bands i'm really digging i added you're the worst uh to my library when i when i first heard it and that record just came out earlier this year so yeah. good shout to those yeah, it's guys new. bob is always writing and recording stuff whether it's for snake eyes or that yeah. um he records all their stuff he had, he's just he has this he makes like custom cabs and amps and stuff for busy guy company, soundflower <laughs> that he started yeah. He's just like one of those people who's good at anything he touches. So <laughs> I'm a fan of whatever he does. That's awesome. Well, we're going to get into uh, the last song. I uh, I got you. Well, we both actually kind of picked this because I thought, well, you know, I like to close the show out with a song. So I thought it makes sense to pick another Run Into the Sun song. And this is the one I went with. Uh, and then when I mentioned it to you, you said to pick the exact same song. So uh, <laughs> that's pretty rad. But real quick, uh, it will be linked in the show notes and stuff like the playlist and whatever. But did you want to give a quick shout out to where people can can find your stuff online? Yeah, just everywhere. Bandcamp, Spotify, wherever. Google it. I don't know. It's and just, uh, yeah, you guys are... We, we it, don't have anything physical yet. Okay. But we're, our singles, we're doing these series of singles, two song releases. And this summer that will become a full length with a proper release and a bunch of unreleased songs on it. 
fantastic so, news. Something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, well, I've got my. I've slowly been constructing a. Well, now it's a. It's an EP, I suppose, and still, but of all the singles into a playlist. I'm like, this is sick. This is good. But yeah, uh, psyched to hear that there's a. Um, an album coming that's pretty awesome so and then people can find you on instagram you guys on twitter and stuff too we are i think we've got something everywhere whether we log into them on a regular basis i can't be sure feel that (laughs) we're we're everywhere yeah yeah. sick man so like i said that'll be all linked in the show notes and stuff but so the last song that uh we we both kind of agreed on and picked is a song called pain uh and I mean, I picked it because I just love the fact that, and maybe you can fill us in a little bit as to why, but I love the two things about this song. One, it feels like a share cover. Is it share? <laughs> if I could turn back time, uh, <laughs> which the, when that first, when that line first came on, I was like, if I could turn back time and I was like, yeah. yeah. And then you like change it and you say, I wouldn't turn back time. I was like, all right, yeah. cool. Uh, I love that little bit. And then um, when everyone just shouts Barracuda, so what is the story behind barracuda um i love that you noticed that because i really like taking things and tweaking them Uh, (laughs) barracuda was my younger brother's nickname he was like Mm. a year and a half younger than me Um, yeah and his nickname was barracuda because when we were kids uh i was like five and he, he was three like his only means of retaliation was biting. So my mom would just hear me scream and she'd be like, Oh, well, Dan is picking on John again. <laughs> Barracuda um, got him. But uh, when Run to the Sun kind of kicked back up during the pandemic, um, he, he passed away. Mm. And I was processing a lot of, as you can imagine, a lot of feelings. Um, this song, <clears throat> the lyrics are really just about my experience growing up with a brother that close. Mm. Um, it says, like, uh, you broke your back. I broke mine. We both had injuries that were like serious injuries. He ended up in a wheelchair. I kept walking. Like we both literally broke our backs. Yeah. Um, broke your nose was just like reference to us always growing up fighting. Yeah. Like best of friends, but always roughhousing. Yeah. And so the um, the song Pain uh, Barracuda is really just about going through that experience of losing someone that close to you and reconciling the fact that you can't change what happened regardless of how it happened or why. Um, so like looking back, you know, I, I had to come to terms with all these things that I wished I could have changed or I wished I could have done differently Mm. and getting to the end of that. Well, not the end, but getting to a place in that grieving process where I could say like, you know what, I have to appreciate what I had. That's, that's what we had. That's why, um, if you could turn back, if I could turn back time, I wouldn't turn back time is the, the sing along there. So, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, we're going to get into it. We're going to play it, and that's going to take us home. But uh, I did want to say real quick, thank you for hanging out and doing this and being down to do this. Of course. So it's a lot of fun. fun. Yeah, and uh, looking forward to anything you guys got coming coming out. I, I'm like, I don't, I don't think in discussions you like uh, as we were texting back and forth that you'd mention anything about you know kind of turning it into a full length and that being something that's on on the way. So that's super pumped yeah. for that and. Uh, yeah, man. Like I said, this was a lot of fun. So this is going to be uh, run into the sun and pain. Um, but other than that, goodbye, friends. I